Welcome to Bike Talk with Dave. I'm your host, Dave Mabel, and I'm so glad you joined us here today. It's a pleasure to have you listen. Listen. It is a pleasure to have you listen. I'm super excited about my guest today. He is here from Australia via Dohar, Qatar. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. You could go Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Doha, Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Anyway, he's from the desert, I guess. Anyway, we'll get to we'll get to Charles here in a minute. Before we begin, I want to talk about two things. One, un- I'm recording this the day after Unbound, and what a day that was. I feel like the best races are often the worst races, or maybe the worst races are the best races. The worst races make the best memories. They make the stories that you tell your kids and grandkids in 20 years. And yesterday was one of those days with torrential rains and mud and rocks and mud. And it was awesome. And I want to talk about a few people because we've had some podcast alumni who did well, starting with Lance Haydet a Bike Talk alum. Um, Lance is interesting. He was a top tenner and finished right in there with Payson McKelvin, who is like Joe Gravel. I guess he's Payson Gravel. But Lance is like he's racing crits with Legion this summer. And he's a cyclocross guy, which is a one-hour race. And he's a mountain bike guy, which is an hour-and-a-half race. And... He got, he was racing with Payson McKelvin for 200 miles and rocking it. And I just think that's amazing. I think it's amazing. Like he is driving the lead out train for, uh, oh gosh, the Williams boys, um, Legion, Corey and Justin Williams. He's driving that lead out train from 5k out in a crit. And then he goes and rips up 200 miles of Kansas rock and dirt roads in the rain. I think that's amazing. I saw Vance Fletcher, a friend. He's a a Marin College alum. And (laughs) he had posted video of him carrying his bike through the Muddy Bee Roads. That was amazing. Of course, Rose Grant, a recent podcast alum, crashing after, I think she said 60 miles ran into Alexis Scarta, her good friend, and uh, they put a bunch of miles in together. And then she had a solo ride to the finish and came in 11th. That might, if you listen to my conversation with Rose a couple weeks ago, I think this might be one she'll want to throw out for 11th place instead of her seventh from Sea Otter. Um, An old friend of mine who I worked at a bike shop with, Justin Monahan, getting it done before midnight. That was awesome. And then, again, let's talk about Marissa Boaz. Listen to my podcast with her a couple issues ago. Just started riding, just started racing, and she freaking wins the 100-miler. That was amazing. Like, I have goosebumps talking about it. Congratulations, Marissa. And then... The 200-miler. She's not an alum yet, but I promise to continue to try to get Sofia Gomez-Vichofone on the show. I know her from Cyclocross, and again, that's just amazing to me. A 45-minute race 
translate and she's into uh, cross country, Olympic cross country, which is an hour and a half race. And she freaking wins the 200 mile race through Kansas. I just think that's amazing and very interesting. And I don't know, maybe we can all learn from that. Like being a good cyclist is being a good cyclist. Like specialization, okay. But you can race crits and drive Justin Williams' lead out train. You can race cross for 45 minutes and you can rock out a 200 mile race through Kansas. So congratulations to all of them, past and future podcast alumni. And congratulations to everybody who towed the line in Kansas. Keep it going. Don't put the bike away. Wash it, replace your drivetrain, and get back on it. So one more thing I want to talk about is bikeiowa.com. Scott Sumter was on just last week, and we are he published a really nice article on bikeiowa.com about his podcast. Of course, it was self-serving because it was all about him, <laughs> but uh, it was really cool. It was a great little article, and he had a link in to listen to the show and some photos, and we are going to continue to do that. So you can watch bikeiowa.com to get your pod fix for bike talk with dave which is super awesome so continue to watch bikeiowa.com and we may have some uh announcements about sponsors in the future so hold your breath okay on to today's show that only took five minutes and 46 seconds i try to keep those intros short but there was a lot to talk about today with unbound and our announcement with bike iowa i'm continuing to monologue charles you got to cut me off at some point. No, I'm just letting you go. <laughs> I appreciate that. Or maybe I don't. It's your podcast. It is. It is Bike Talk with Dave, <laughs> That's not, right. not it's Charles. Not so Charles. Um, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for joining <laughs> us today. <laughs> that works. So let me I'm introduce out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go eat. Let me introduce my friend Charles Werb. W E R B? Yeah. Yep. Werb. That is, um, Charles is a. A melting pot himself. He's like the bucket of stew all mixed together. Born in South Africa, raised in Australia, now living in Doha, Qatar. Did I say that yep. kind of correct? Yep. Um, and he is an owner of Adventure Entertainment, which I have been, um, I guess, through COVID became associated with. And I've got a few movies on there, which is super cool. But we're going to talk about Adventure Entertainment in the second two-thirds of our conversation. For the first third, I want to know who Charles is because he's super interesting. He yeah. is a member of the Polar Explorers Pex Club of Singapore. No. Tell me what that means again. So, so the Polar, what, what PEX is all about is a website that takes the opportunity to deliver what the definitions of Polar Travel are all about. Laying and, out some guidelines. Uh, yes. So the rules and regulations. What is true? What is false? The definition of solo the definition of solo supported, solo unsupported, the definition of start and finish, but not only in Antarctica, across the Arctic, across Greenland as well. 
So kind of all polar regions. Yeah. Let me ask, are you listening, Gravel World? Maybe we need Apex to outline our... Anyway, that was an yeah. editorial comment by Dave. I have that right since it's called Podcast with Dave. You have that, you have that right too. Yes. Absolutely. So you're listed among yeah. three or four dozen yeah, others yeah, as one a, of the polar explorers of Earth? Yeah. It's, How did you end up on that list? Um, so this was... This all came about because of some contentious um, polar travel that took place back in 2018, 2019. Uh, there were some claims that were made by certain members of the community or excommunicated now members of the community. Fair. And, and Eric Phillips is the world's greatest polar guide. He, he, he has he is known to be the doyen of all guides. And Eric took it upon himself along with some of the major players in the game to set out these guidelines. And there are a raft of definitions about how you can cross any polar region. PEX is all about doing it without power. Ah, I see. Without, you can be supported. You can be unsupported. You can be solo. You can be a group. But this gives the definition and therefore takes away the opportunity of riding a road and calling it extreme. This get, takes away the opportunity of starting on the polar mass or starting on the polar mass. Start point is where the ice starts. Finish point is where the ice finishes on the other side, not... In the middle of the continent. Not on the continent where supposedly the ice joins at Earth. some point. Yeah. The where, Earth. where land reaches sea level. Yeah. Might be the yeah. way to define that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's And that changes every day because, you know, as these, as these icebergs carve off, I mean, they lose... But at least there's a definition of where this works. Hmm. And... Being the founder of the Swish Snow Sailor and the designer and the builder and the god of snow sailing, the doyen <laughs> of snow sailing. Uh, let me explain to our Well, listeners. I am the only one, so I, I can call one. myself that, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You have that right. You, I, I want to go back to, um, I'm going to say a couple of years ago, you were 50 and you kind of shrugged your shoulders and are you were at a moment in your life where you said i got to i got to i need to define something yeah. i mean you might explain that but what you came up with was i want to ride a sailboat on snow across antarctica i mean that was your that was your like that big was, goal yeah. that was your big great yeah. big uh, great yeah. big idea and so you spent several years moving towards that and became the first uh, first person, person yeah. to snow, snow sail in Antarctica. In Antarctica. I didn't get to the South Pole you did for not. a lot of reasons, but I proved that what we started works and gave a really, really great springboard to developing this thing further and further. So if you want to see all about it, you can go to www.theswishsnowsailor.com 
or you can even have a look at it at charleswerk.com and their links to lots of video and lots of things although some of the video we're busy taking down for reasons we shall discuss later but um yeah so that was that was what this was about i mean i i got to the age of 50 and said buy a harley davidson or am i going to go and be a, an adventurer very cool so i decided that i'll become an adventurer because and you did. harley davidson's too safe <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the ripe old age of 50 i mean i started when i was 50 i i did my first adventure at 55 yeah 55 is that when you went down to antarctica no that was when i did my first like kind of solar stuff into the snow mm-hmm. and and started living you know i didn't want to i didn't want to be this this guy that arrived somewhere and had never trialed it mm-hmm. like could i sleep in a tent can i light a stove oh. can i boil water can I keep myself dry? You started fresh. I st- Oh, I was an absolute virgin. Wow. Yeah, I started from nothing. I mean, I, 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 had, I knew what to do because I've kind of done these things and I've always been around sleeping in the back of something or on something. And, but this was totally different. I mean, to go from the extremes of where, we, where I live, I mean, now I live in... The desert, I'm living in Australia on the East Coast in, in Brisbane, and there's no snow there. No. So you've got to go somewhere to trial and work out, does this work? You can buy all the cold weather gear. Perfect. Your sponsors give it to you because they, they, they want to be a part of your uniqueness and your story. But I didn't want to be the guy that was going to go there and didn't know how to put his boots on. That's a great idea. You know? Or light my stove because I'm used to gas and now I'm actually using white gas and I've got to pump it and prime it and hopefully not blow myself up in the tent. So, yeah. Wow. So that's where I started. And, 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 and gradually you get confident with what you're doing. And, and that led me to, you know, making that decision 2019 or 18 or 19 to go to Antarctica to take that step. It was a big step. Yeah, it's massive in the, in the knowledge that I was going to try something that had never, ever been done before, which is pretty cool because if I'd only managed to go 100 meters, I'd still be the first cat to snow cat in, in, in Antarctica. You, you, know? you can't take that away you from you. No, you can't. It's right. like, that's it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that, was, that, was the, that was the start of the development of the, of, of, of the Swoosh Snow Sailor and, and allowed me to continue on the journey, which has been so interesting and so different. And is continuing. Can yeah. we talk about the project we're working on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Charles is in town from Doha on his way to Outdoor Retailer in Denver. And we'll talk about why you're headed to Outdoor Retailer, which is a different um, <coughs> different reason. But um, we are going to be weaving together the story of the creation and development of the Swoosh Snow Sailor. Yeah. And your adventures in Australia, yeah. Norway, Iceland, Greenland, 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 Russia, Russia, Italy, Switzerland, all uh, over the place. Yeah, wherever there's flat, uh, you snow know, of sorts. Even in Australia, in the in the Australian Alps, which aren't flat, but I mean, the greatest test that the snow sailor ever had in the beginning was me sitting at the top of it and going down the run. Mm. 
and just letting it go and hoping beyond hope just belted in and totally focused and just hope that nothing fell apart but when you get to the bottom you go yeah that's okay if it can do that it can do anything that's awesome yeah i was watching i drove across iowa to a triathlon this morning and was looking at the rolling hills of iowa and thought this thing could you could cross iowa yeah. If you, you could weave together the... Uh, do you get snow here? Oh, yeah. Yep. You do? We do. We oh, get right. great snow. More than hail. I've More seen the great hail. hail. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> Piles of it. Yeah. Piles. We had So when it snows here, because I don't know, when it snows here, how, how much do you, does it cover for how long? <sighs> Depends. Sometimes it comes and goes, and sometimes it sticks around. I remember a few years ago, we had snow cover for like 90 continuous days wow. which set a record it might have gone more than 90 but we had snow on the ground usable snow on the ground for 90 days that's wow. more rare usually it'll be around for a couple weeks right when it snows and you cross country ski you get out and and make I've, use of the yeah. snow yeah. until it goes away and that's where the swish would come into it so perfectly yeah yeah, there's definitely times where the yeah. countryside is covered in snow. Perfect. And it would be perfect swoosh weather. Yeah. Yeah, and we have wind. We also have wind. So yeah. perfect well, ingredients. When are we doing this? Let's get them rolling. <laughs> Sliding. <coughs> Scooting. Swooshing. Sliding. Swooshing. Let's get them swooshing. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting, and, and I'm excited to work on this project with you and I'm hoping we come up with something great. Yeah, I'm sure we will. I mean, yeah. there's enough. It was a pretty intense day yesterday. It was. Um, a lot of face-to-camera work. But then I think I dropped probably four times the amount that I spoke onto David's hard drive. Yeah, I have a lot there's of a lot footage. Yep, so, yeah. a lot of, lot of footage so I'm, I'm all excited. of those places. Yeah, I'm excited to see where the story goes because this is what you... This is the way I believe. This is the part of the way I allow people to grow within themselves is to say to them, I would like to see this. Can you deliver this for me and do it the way you do it? Because you're a hell of a lot better at doing that than what I am. Unfortunately, so many people want to be, oh, I want to be the exec director or something. And like, they know nothing and they try and, no, it doesn't work. Right seat on the bus. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like everybody in their lane. Right, right. And you can always tweak because when you're only tweaking and you're not telling, it's a big thing. It's a huge difference. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So it's exciting times. Yep. Just got to give Dave a deadline. <laughs> That's true. So it becomes deadline Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that is an absolute truth. He says, oh, whenever. And I was like, no, don't, t don't say whenever. Tell me when you want this thing woven together and, yeah. and we'll get it woven together. So Perfect. I'll put my editing hat on and yeah. stay in that lane and we'll weave it all together. But Wonderful. very excited to see that project. And um, welcome to the Polar Explorers PEX. Yeah. Polar Explorers. So now I'm going to give you the full definition so David can explain to you exactly who it is, what it is, and why it's there. And it's a great reason. So Polar Expeditions Classification Scheme. Oh, all right. Think it's about the one for, for your bikes. Oh. Classification. 
Gex, Gravel. Yeah. Or uh, because things happen fastest known times. Yeah. Records are yeah. set in all sorts yeah. of areas. Correct. Whether it's paved, gravel, running. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I think the I think the the reason we as individuals and competitors because that's why we do this whether whether we're competing with ourselves or we're competing against somebody else or trying to do something that's for our own benefit you want to be able to know that what you've done you've done within the guidelines of what are there if there are no guidelines then like hmm, well anybody can call it anything right and this this has become a big problem with the guinness world records and I believe that Guinness World Records will just absolutely, my personal belief is that, and they probably don't want to hear this from me, but it's a big statement. I think it's just going to go to nothing. Why? Because of FKTs and FKAs. Anyone, like to me, this is the best thing that ever happened. First known time. First known attempt. Anyone. It's my personal FKT. It's my personal it's my personal first attempt yeah. Yeah. at riding my bike 100 miles. Which is exactly what I did. So that was the greatest stoke that I had was like I went, holy crap, I've never ridden 100. I've done 100. Now that just gets me wanting to keep riding and do other things. Right. And that's why I think this thing about Guinness World Record, I mean, like what is a world record? How do you define a world record? Do you define a world record running over 100 meters? They're guidelines for 100 meters. It's fixed. It is, yep. Everything else is like... Worlds are yeah, oyster. Yeah, it's, it's, it's anything. Quite frankly, yeah. yeah. So I, I, That's I, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I just think that eventually we, we will start looking at people from the... Pers I mean, you know... How many cans of Coke can I crush with my head? <laughs> There's probably a world. That's probably. Well, there is a world record because like there, you get these. I, I'm, you know, I uh, somewhere along the way, I was going to set the world record for the greatest distance covered snow sailing 24 hours on. Oh, I can't even remember. They made me do something to. And then I said to them, okay, so how do I set the rules? And then they said, well, these are the guidelines. And then it got commercial because then they wanted to send somebody to come and measure it. And then they wanted to send somebody to come and time it. And oh, and you have to pay for them, don't oh, yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. So, yes, they're a commercial organization, and that's fine. And it, like We're all commercial. I don't have a problem with it. But I just think that... The way people look at things is they don't, in, you know, when the Guinness World Record, Dave, you'd remember this was a book. It was about that thick. Yep. You know, you had to have biceps like you did. Arnold Schwarzenegger to carry it around. And there's a new edition every year. Every year there was a new edition. And like you used to go and go, well, that's cool. Like how far did that guy ride or how many times did he juggle a football? It was like stuffing your mouth with hot dogs for a world record. Right. It's in there. Yeah, I know it's in there. But it like, anyway, that's just. My grumpy, the grumpy rogue's <laughs> right. personal opinion on it, but that's well, fine. Well, fastest known time, first, first known attempt. Yeah. Those are... Uh, that's where I believe it's at, because that, what that allows us to do is it allows us to 
drive ourselves as individuals to compete with ourselves. And when we compete with ourselves, we feel better about ourselves. And that's just going to give us a better world, hopefully. I don't think that can hurt. Yeah. Yeah. If we feel better. All, yeah. Exactly. Rising tide. Yeah. If we all feel better. If we all feel better about ourselves. And like just, you know, that great thing about like, can you imagine walking into work? Like you've never done anything. You've never done anything. Like all of a sudden you wake up one day and you decide I'm going to ride a bicycle. And you go and start riding your bicycle and you do five. I, I mean, I remember when I started riding again, my first ride, I think it was about two and a half kilometers and I was shattered. Wow. Right? I thought I was fit, but not bicycle fit. Yeah. But then, you know, two and a half became five, became 10, became 20, became 40. I mean, if people can walk into work on a Monday morning and go, I've just had an FKT. And everybody in the office said, well, that's amazing. What did you do? And then somebody else goes, well, maybe I should do that. Mm-hmm. The world's a better place. Agreed. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yep. Well, let's migrate to adventure entertainment. Wow. You, you are a, I know, that's a great transition there, wasn't it? Yeah, that, no, that, the, was, a, that was a, that was, was a flipper rooster. That was the, well, I'm looking at the clock and it's like, okay, we, we want to spend some time talking about adventure entertainment. Yeah, great. Um, so I put on my, I put on my transition hat. Wonderful. And just, we made a transition. Beautiful. So Adventure Entertainment, you are a owner, founder? No, I am, owner? Uh, yeah, the founder of Adventure Entertainment is Toby Reeston Pratt, who is based out of Sydney. I am one of the owners in the business. At the minute, there's three of us. Um, in a nutshell, the, Toby... Toby is very much somebody who has a very strong feeling about the environment and the wilderness. Oh. Um, he's also an adventurer, but he's not an adventurer's adventurer. He's an adventurer. You walk into his garage, he's got paddle boards, he's got kayaks, he's got bikes. He likes to play. He likes to play. He's got, he's got the Land Rover that takes everything wherever it needs to go. Um. He was a bit of a, 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 a lifey, so a lifesaver when he was a young man. He, he, he was winning state pr- sprint titles on the sand. Hmm. So, you know, in life-saving, they mm-hmm. chase that stick. They have the uh, li- yeah. lifeguard uh, yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Yep. Um, and seven years ago, Toby, Toby was overseas and he fell in love with mountain film out of Telluride. And he just walked into them and said, do you have anybody doing this in Australia? And they said, no. And he said, well, would you license me to run mountain film in Australia? And so corporate lawyer working, corporate lawyer actually at that stage working in telecommunications, so working in commerce um, in, a, in a very high managerial position. And <coughs> they said yes. So he brought mountain film to Australia and did his first show at the outdoor theater in Sydney and filled it and thought, holy crap, this is an easy gig. So I did a couple more, found it wasn't that easy, but he loved what he was doing. So he started chasing down some other films. Um, Mountain film became, 
European Outdoor Film Tour from Europe as another one. Uh, the International Ocean Film became one. I met Toby, a really crazy coincidence. We, um, we were both working with a particular client, particular brand, and they went bust. They, they owed me $65,000 in sponsorship fees. I'd done the work, I'd filmed it, I'd used all their product and everything. Toby was owed 20000 by them for naming rights on a film. And we connected at a creditors meeting. Mm. We started talking. We worked out we had a lot in common. And so we started doing some work together. Where I, from the publishing background, I had my own magazines that I was in the outdoor world. So there was Outer Edge, there was Blade, there was Destinations. Um, I said to Toby, why don't we start doing some magazines for the films you're doing? As programs. Genius. With some advertising and a story and we give one to everyone that comes in. Sponsors will love it. And so we started doing this work and I was making some money out of it and I was paying Toby some money out of it as well. Then we decided because these guys had gone bust, we were going to try and buy that company. But it was a great experience, a great learning curve. We weren't even close with the dollars, but we had a go. <laughs> have a go to get a go I suppose that's what it's like right right? and um, Toby and I got together on a number of occasions and one thing led to another that I rolled my business into adventure entertainment I took on a marketing business development role in the business and we then picked up the dawn wall we then picked up free solo we then brought Tommy and Kevin from the Dawnwall on a, on a tour and filled theatres. Can I stop you there yeah. and just tell everybody to go watch? Free Solo was the talk of the town. Yep. Dawnwall was... I don't, I'm not going to say it was better or worse. I, I enjoyed watching Dawnwall. 10 times better than I enjoyed watching Free Solo. If you haven't seen Don Wall, click on it and watch. Yeah, it's awesome. It is a great It's ridiculous. Movie. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's editorial good. by Dave. Yeah. And seconded by Charles. Fair enough. In this instance. Yep. But but yeah, so the business started growing. We 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 ended up um we we we, we had this joking standing joke about I rang Toby one day and I said, Toby, I need to employ a security guard. And he said, what's the problem? And I said, I need to get a security guard to keep turning sponsors away from the door. Oh, wow. We became like this thing that if you were in the industry, if you wanted to get your name out there, these guys were doing some ridiculous stuff. You've got to, pay, you've got to start playing with them. Um, that, that was three months before, four months before COVID. Wow. Uh, we bought a publishing company just before COVID, best move we ever made, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because while we lost all of our film, we continued to publish and we were co- able to continue to engage with this audience of 300,000 that we had out there. And so our sales of magazines and our subscriptions grew. Our editorial got better. Our, our delivery got better. Our team behind the magazines were able to drive this beast. 
and we are going, you know, the trend is less, is on a minus curve across most titles and yet we're completely the opposite. The, the magazine distributors look at us and shake their head and go, we don't understand why, but, it, but it's there. So we can only put that down to having a great team of magazine people around us, good editors who are passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. And you must have a loyal... <clears throat> um, oh, we've got a rusted on old database of subscribers. Yeah, who st- hang on every year yeah. and send, yeah. send in their subscription. Yeah, send in some cash at times. Got no, don't know where to put it. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, I know. So, so that works. Um, we, we developed our own film sets, which was the Women's Adventure Film Tour. Mm-hmm. which is a curated film set. We developed Run Nation, as you know about Run Nation, which is our own curated film festival. Have I had two in that? Was that yeah, Down two. the Kuskokwim and, and Reach for the Stars? Yeah. Awesome. Right. Um, we, do the interna- we do the One Ocean Film Tour, which is tied in with, the o- with Ocean Day, which is tomorrow, I think, or Tuesday, actually, is Ocean Day. Yeah. It may be. Yeah, the 8th. The 8th of June. And then... Uh, yeah, yeah maybe Tuesday? tomorrow in Australia, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Thursday? Is it... It's the 8th of June, whichever way it I is. I think that's Thursday. Yeah, that's right. <coughs> um, and we have Vertical Life Film Tour, which is our own climbing film tour. And then over the last six months, we have distributed film for Nat Geo... We've distributed, continued to distribute film for Red Bull. Uh, we've just put out a film into the market, which is called 18 and a Half, which is not an adventure film, but it's an adventure because it's all about Watergate. And it's a, it's a comedy about the missing 18 and a half minutes. Um, a film like that, we've just, had, uh, we've just had it reviewed in the New York Times. I mean, that's this little kick-ass company out of Australia having a distribution film in the New York Times. That's pretty big. That is pretty big. That's pretty crazy. You that's know, that's like a you broad sit, reach. Yeah, it is. You sit there and you go, I mean, the cred is that like when people go to you, so how many theater, you know, you could turn around and say, I've had, I've had 2,000 screens. And they go, what are you to wear? And you go, well, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? We've worked with these people and we've, we've certainly started in the U.S., and in Canada to take those embryonic shoots and and start working with them and grow them so that we can build this business here to something that we want it to be, knowing that the community is the same, because that's what we believe in. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, or what any of your major partners and sponsors are. They just want to be a part of your community. As long as there is a community. As right. long as there is yeah. a... Yeah. And and, but that's up to guys like you and I to make sure that these communities are growing because we and need connected. to... connected. Yeah. We, yep. need, we, we need to build these things so that people have places to go to when they want to go and do their FKT or their FKA. Right. Right. right? So... And feel warm when they walk in there. Not, not feel like looked down upon. You had... Have access... Have shown at... 2,000 screens plus. Yeah. March 2020, Earth shuts down. What do you do? There's no, there's not a theater on Earth open. And that's what you do. Can I swear? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) 
<coughs> you, you, you sit there and you go, holy camolis. What? I don't, I don't uh, think you said camolis. No, I didn't. I said, shit, we're in trouble. We've just had our tap turned off. Big what time. are we going to do? The interesting part was that we had discussed developing a brand which would always going to be our secondary component of our business, being a streaming platform. So a Netflix for adventure films. Yeah. And, and I need to say, since this is a bicycling podcast, cycling films. There's heaps in there. There's heaps of cycling films in there. Absolutely. Yeah. There's one about fat biking across Alaska called A Thousand Miles to Nome that people should watch. My favorite film. <laughs> then they should watch it. It's one of, yeah. I mean, I love it. But we sat there and we looked at this and we, we, we from, from, from a commercial perspective, we were going, how much money have we got in the bank? How much money is owed to us? How much money do we owe? And whatever happens... We've bought these licenses for films this year. We've already paid for them. The filmmakers are not going to give us back our money. Notwithstanding pandemics, it wasn't going to happen. What do we do? So we made an executive decision that whatever we were going to deliver in December of 2020 was to bring it forward and deliver it no later than the 1st of May 2020. Oof. Yep. And it was all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. That was it. We, we, we immediately, what we started doing was we, started, we, we had to cut staff straight away. So anybody, we used the analogy that if you weren't moving the needle, i.e. bringing in funds, we had to let you go. Wow. Unfortunately. It's just, that's just the way it is. Uh, we maintained our office in the US, as you know. You've, met, you've continued to have chats with Henry. We maintained our office in Europe. You've continued to have chats with Will. We've kept the office in Brisbane and in Sydney going um <clears throat> but our sales team dropped off very quickly because there was nothing for them to sell into right. I, I was able to do everything that needed to be done and now 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 you've got this complete and total flip you're going from in cinema to delivering something streaming and within 60 days we managed to build and deliver a platform called adventure plus and, and, and buy the name and register the business worldwide all in that time frame. That is an amazing turnaround. This is the definition of, a, of, of, of the full 180. Wow. So we It was a thought you had. Had you had any infrastructure built before March Nothing. of 2020? Nothing. It was just a thought. Like, hey, let's build a streaming service yep. at some point. Yep. And the world shuts down. Yep. And did you say in May of we, 2020? We delivered. 60 days after we made the decision, we delivered our first film on Adventure Plus. Wow. Which, yeah, totally ridiculous. I know that we sat there and we just, we looked at this and I think we cried. I think we laughed. I personally think we shat ourselves because we had no idea whether it was going to work. <laughs> we were actually, the first film was actually streamed by Toby from Toby's home into the system that's how we were delivering it because we were just so concerned we didn't want to trust or we couldn't trust anyone to deliver something so there was a white label framework out there 
we were able to grab that white label framework. Then we were able to find a guy who was able to actually understand everything in that framework and could then customize it. And Victor's still working for us today, customizing as we work through it and as we make changes and additions. And, and so we delivered our first film, which was a, um, a climbing film. And that wasn't free solo. No, 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 no. So, so those were, they were done and dusted already. Okay. So we had, it was a, a, a climbing film that was our first film out there. Um, we did actually really well with it because it was, people were hanging. They just. <laughs> we were, we were so desperate. We were watching Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anything good. Anything good. We would yeah. climb on to for Correct. sure. And, and having, a, having a database, so if you can think about this, we, we, we had, in 2019, 2020, we had 150,000 people pay us a ticket to come and watch something in cinema with us, globally. And they very kindly gave us their email address. Mm. So now we've got the system, we've got this platform, it's called Adventure Plus. We've got films in there. Now we need to get people to migrate to watching films online. It is a great it's so hard to go to Netflix and find stuff and yeah. I'm a I love watching adventure films cycling skiing kayaking hiking ultra running mountain climbing rock climbing I like I can just sit and watch all that all day long I probably shouldn't because I need to go spend a little time riding my bike or running or doing something and cleaning my room and making dinner and things that but it it's hard to find good films yeah. whether you're on netflix whether you're on youtube whether you're on youtube tv whether you're on hulu um it's hard to find stuff that is interesting and unique and good yeah and adventure plus brings all of that stuff that i love together ski films climbing films yeah Cycling films, running films, fly fishing films, yeah. ocean films, yeah. kayaking, all of that is in one place, Adventure Plus. You started with one film. We, we started with one. So how we did this was we had, we had a library of our own films. Then we had a library of short films that we had used to create our own films like Run Nation and Women's and Ocean and Vertical Life. We were able to bring all of those short films in as well. Then we contacted guys like yourself and started asking guys, are you interested in having your film played? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> which people were throwing films at us. So today there's over 580 films on there. And the list grows every week. Every week we add 10. I get an email and, hey, here's what's new on yeah. Adventure Plus. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and so when we went to market, I think we probably had about 100 films on there. But we used one film to like really drive and see if there was this engagement. Because we, 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 we then started picking up all these films along the way. And we were like the small guys just scratching away at the surface and just surviving by showing film that people were paying us to watch. That kept the cash flow going. We were able to pay filmmakers some money. We were able to keep the lights on. And then Australia very quickly came out of this COVID thing, but it went back into it again twice after that. So, you know, it, it, it was very, very false what was happening. But we were able to use the films we had and available to us within that system. 
we have subsequently worked out that Adventure Plus is our North Star. That's where we want to be. In order to get there, we've had to go back to what people really want. And what people really want is they want to be amongst their community, talking with them, having a beer with them, and watching films in cinema. So we can actually still give them film in cinema, but then get them to subscribe to Adventure Plus. So in the beginning, you had to pay us 20 bucks to watch a film. And then it gave you access to other film. And you would have, like, so you would, you'd get Warren Miller and you'd get four editions of Warren Miller once. And then you'd get the current one. And then right. you, you'd get all these different films that we were adding on at different times the whole way through. And people were having to pay on transactional to watch a film. We changed that from TVOD to SVOD, which is subscription-based. And it's only, I think it's $4.99, if I'm not mistaken. It's $4.99 a month if you buy monthly and $39.95 if you buy, pay up for a year up front, which is less than a coffee a day for about a month, I think. Right. It's not very yeah. expensive. And... Yeah. and um, you know, the, the, it, it, is, it is the most amazing place to actually meet people. We're, we're developing chat channels within it so that people can actually talk to people about what they're watching or comment on what they're doing. It's, it's awesome. We've now got sponsors and advertisers that want to see their brand within Adventure Plus. And we've now also, to give you an idea, we've just launched uh, for one of the world's greatest brands called Arcteryx. We've just launched Arc Cinema. Oh, wow. And Arc Cinema is about anyone who is a member of Arcteryx, so they've bought product from Arcteryx, can use a link that is supplied to them by Arcteryx and enter and watch Arcteryx films free Perfect. of charge Within by giving us an email address we then go back to them and say hey do you like that yeah that's kick-ass we convert them into subscribers because then they can watch arc and all the other stuff we've done something with blanc palm for the ocean which is a watch brand we've done something for thermos which is sat which is sat on there so we're seeing this happen and and we know that people are going to eventually you're going to have this thing where you, where you can have your thirty nine ninety five subscription with no ads, and then you can probably come in at maybe fifteen bucks, and you're going to get ads. But every time we show a film, which is one of our festival films, you get the whole festival. So what you get is you get an MC, you get athletes talking, you get the film being shown. I, I love the festivals. I you take an intermission by pushing stop, go right. make your popcorn get a drink, come back and keep playing. But yep. so, yeah, so the festivals are the important part. Yeah, and they are super fun. I've had two films, uh, Thousand Miles to Nome and Reach for the Stars were in, I feel like Down the Cuscaquim was in something. I think that was just kind of a short film intro deal. Yeah, I can't, I, it's there. It's there, yeah, it is Be in easy there. to find. <laughs> yep. Um, but before Thousand Miles to Nome and before Reach for the Stars, we did a Zoom call with... Uh, Brad Danes and uh, Jeff Corcoran, the people who were uh, Bayot yeah. and Grant yeah. Mon, who they were in the films. Yeah. And then I was on there too, but the, the stars of the show are the stars of the show. And that's true of 
many of the films in the film festival. It's super cool. You get to hear like what went on behind the scenes yeah. to create that film. Yeah. What was it like walking across freaking Alaska in the middle of winter? And we could ask Bayat, like, hey, I watched the film and I was wondering, how did you do this? Or yeah. how did you do that? Or what were you yeah. thinking at this point? Yeah, it's that amazing. Was, that was very cool. Very cool. I think that's a... And I mean, the, you know, the runners out there, we, we, there's uh, Killian Jornet's... Is, is, is a massive partner of Adventure Plus. We've got all of Killian stuff on the channel. And there's one where Killian, uh, his film that he did, I think, two years ago, um, I ran a Facebook Live event. Well, I didn't because I don't know how to do it. But the <laughs> team... But I, what I did was I got Killian to agree to do a Facebook live event with Salomon, Sunto, and the film. And you can actually see the, in the film, Killian is doing a Q&A while sitting in the back of a van driving through the Alps, filming himself talking to people. That's crazy. Ridiculous. But that's what people want. They don't want blue screens. They don't want the heavy head. Right. They just want to. They just want to see these guys who do different things, perform and yeah. do it differently, and that's what A plus is all about. And be inspired and motivated. That's, get off your ass and do something. Yep. That's it. Just just do it. It doesn't matter what it is. Go. In fact, if you've never walked, go and go and walk for two kilometers today. Tomorrow you'll probably want to do none because you'll be sore. But in two <laughs> days' time, you'll want to do three. Exactly. I'm a firm believer in finding the adventure right out your front door. Yeah. And even in, I, I live in Des Moines, Iowa, as sounds as vanilla as you can imagine. I feel like you have seen that it's not vanilla. No, it's not. It's not vanilla. Not at all. But it sounds vanilla. Yeah, you have no <laughs> idea. That's the beauty of coming to a place like this with not knowing anything and having no preconceived ideas. Uh, Des Moines is a surprising <clears throat> place. But you can, I can find adventure right out my front door. Hey, winter. I found adventure at a pub with 120 beers on tap. Uh, that was an adventure. That's an adventure. <laughs> that was an adventure for sure. <coughs> well, I, I highly recommend people check out Adventure Plus. And there is a, I think all the time you can do a week trial, free one week trial. So Dave, you know we set something up for you guys. I do. And I was, I was. So, leading at the the one week trial was my big transition to that. Yeah, so you could up at any time you can go in and sign up for seven days for free, or 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 what'd you do? Ninety days or thirty? Ninety days. days. Ninety days. That's almost three months. Yeah, that's three months of yeah. free adventure plus, and there will be a link in our show notes, and I don't know, is there a code or something? All they've got to do is click on that link. Click on the link in the show notes. And it'll take you through to Dave's podcast special. And all you need to do is go in and register. And you can watch A Plus for free for 90 days. And decide at that time in 90 days whether or not you'd like to transition into a permanent subscriber. Monthly or annually. 10 films a week. 10 new films a week. And 500 plus already in there. Yeah. You're and the great thing watching with, films. The great thing with us now is that we launch our major films. So we deliver our major films onto the platform as well. And there's no additional charge to come and watch that. So it's all 
it's all the package. Yeah, I think it's a great package. I really do enjoy it. I've been a proponent. I was there. You were I, there at the start. Man. I was there at the start. I feel like Thousand Miles to Nome was June. You, June you or July? cracked the door yeah. open in May. I yeah. really think we opened in June. Maybe yeah, it, no, was it was July. Ju- but yeah, it was soon after. Very soon after. I know it was. It was manic. Mm-hmm. Those like we we just all we did was do these crazy calls with people around Dave, the world. Have you got anything else? <laughs> yeah. That's a little British, yeah. not Australian. But <laughs> I remember. Have you got anything else to <laughs> yeah. throw us? I'm yeah. like, well, I'm I'm thinking about a 20-minute film about the blah, blah, blah. Get it done. <laughs> Please, would you send it to me? We need content. Yeah. We yeah. need new content. Anyway, it's been a treat to be affiliated with Adventure Plus and see it grow and feel it grow and be a part of its growth. So I appreciate you no, and, and connecting thank you. with me. I, I, it's, been, it's been great to connect, and it's been great to do this. And, like, let's make – you know, we, we, we try not to blow our own trumpet, but one of the things with Adventure Plus is that if you keep it within the community, the funding will go around that community. The filmmakers will want to go out there and make better film and new film. The people who are watching it are going to get inspired to go and do other things, whether it's paddling, whether it's cycling, whether it's running, whether it's going to Antarctica. Who knows? Right, right. But that's all we can do is we can, we can take you there. Hopefully you'll drink <laughs> from the trough of 580 films and decide which one you do and don't like. Absolutely. <laughs> there are 582 sometime this fall. I've got yeah. two that are... Um, in the can, in addition to the uh, your your great big adventure, yeah. so it's exciting, man. It is very exciting. Yep. So awesome, great to have you here, Charles. I'm gonna wrap this show up. We're coming up on an hour. Wow. But that was uh, fun. Thank I appreciate you. you coming all the way from Doha, Qatar, to yes, chat with me this afternoon. Lovely. Live, we are live here at the studio in Des Moines, Iowa. Imagine that. So this has been Bike Talk with Dave. I'm your host, Dave Mabel. If you love this show, which I'm sure you do, please rate, review. That helps other people find the show. If you want to support the show, go to buymeacoffee.com and look for Bike Talk with Dave and buy me a coffee. I would love that. And tune in next week when we will have something else. I am working on... You know, to be honest, I'm working on Unbound stuff. Like, there's a lot of juicy stories in Unbound. And uh, I'm looking at talking to a a previous Iowan, Mr. 24. So that's a little teaser. Anyway, thanks for joining us on on Bike Talk with Dave. Myself, Charles Werb, Adventure Plus, Adventure Entertainment. Entertainment. And the swoosh. And the swoosh. Have a great week.